Hi, everyone. Welcome to Candid, where we never settle for less than the truth. Each week, we're going to look at, discuss, and think about some of the tough issues uh, that are in our world today. We're going to try and answer some of those hard questions that surround us, and we're going to take a candid look at our Christian faith. I'm your host, Jonathan Youssef, and I'm really glad that you're joining me for our very first episode of Candid. Today, I want to share with you the heart behind where this podcast sprouted from. I want to also give you a little bit of a peek behind the curtain of some of the topics that we will be talking about in the weeks ahead, and I want to tell you a little bit about myself. But before we jump in, I really want to hear from you. This is not just my podcast. This is your podcast. What are the questions that you are wrestling with? What are some of the challenges that you're facing in your day-to-day life as you reconcile the Christian faith and today's culture? I want you to join in on that conversation so that we can have that dialogue. And so if you will visit ltw.org slash candid, you can interact with me and we can begin this conversation together. I want to hear from you. Each week, my team will also be offering you a free download. Uh, This week's free resource is Four Reasons You Can Trust the Bible. It outlines all the unbelievable, incredible evidence for the Bible, and the good news is it's free. So stop by ltw.org slash candid, say hello, be part of the conversation, and make sure you get your free download. I was born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, the only of my siblings to be born in the United States. So the joke was that I was the only one that could be president. Um, I'm praying that that doesn't happen, as I feel God has put a particular calling on my life for ministry. Um, I went all my uh, schooling years through Atlanta, and then I went off to Auburn University, where I studied uh, history. And then I uh, enrolled at uh, RTS, Reformed Theological Seminary, uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, and I have a master's in biblical studies. Uh, My life is a bit interesting, and people often ask me what it's like to be the son of this well-known preacher. I don't actually know how to answer that question because I don't know what it's like to have been the son of someone who did something else, like a banker or a lawyer. Uh, So all I can tell them is what it was like to grow up uh, in the way that I did. Um, I made a commitment of faith when I was seven years old and had a relationship with God, but I think my relationship tended to be in the category of self-righteousness. I've actually just recently done a a series of sermons in which we looked at um, the parable of the Pharisee and the publican or the Pharisee and the tax collector. And the issue is that the Pharisee uses a lot of comparison uh, between himself and other people, particularly the tax collector. And I think that's the way that I really grew up. I always thought I was righteous uh, because of the family I came from, because of who I was, because of my last name and all those things that come with that. Uh, But in God's mercy, through time, uh, he revealed more and more to me. It wasn't sort of a once-off epiphany, uh, eye-opening experience, you know, uh, Saul on the road to Damascus. It was it was a series of being uh, in good relationships with solid Christians, um, going to good churches and receiving good teaching, uh, and, and ultimately God's graciousness that he more and more revealed to me the, the wickedness of my heart, the need for Christ, not self-righteousness. Um, and, and through that process, he has 
truly one me to himself. Um, and that process is not finished. Uh, it's an ongoing thing. And um, I'm very grateful for it. At the moment, I'm the director of the 20s and 30s ministry uh, at my local church in Atlanta, where I look after singles and young married couples uh, within that demographic uh, in our church. Uh, It's been a tremendous blessing for me. Um, I've just spent the last three years living in Australia with my wife, and the congregation that we were looking after most of the people were sort of in this demographic. And I began to see the benefits of uh, working with that age group, uh, people who are um, at at quite critical moments in their life, uh, making big decisions, uh, marriage, job, where they're going to live, and, and, you know, what their life looks like in that, and what part does God have in that process. Um, The great joy I have is walking with people through those uh, difficult and joyous times in their life uh, when they're making these big decisions and reminding them of the goodness of Christ and reminding them of uh, what he's calling them to. Um, For seven years, I worked as the international director of Leading the Way Ministries. It was my great privilege to travel the world, um, to interview individuals and families who had been greatly impacted by uh, the ministry uh, of God through my father, and to see the look on people's faces when they realize that I am his son. And uh, that really opened my eyes to some great uh, truths and realities. Uh, But to see the impact that the gospel was having um, in remote parts of the world, in in populated parts of the world, but very foreign areas. Uh, One of the lessons I I really appreciate that I learned that God taught me was just how the Bible uh, and the gospel has such a great impact, not just in our Western world, but truly around the world. Um, One of my great desires is to see people understand the Word of God within our cultural context. I think it's easy to um, allow the world to wash over us and to give us a narrative. Uh, We can allow our culture or our tribalism or whatever region of the world or part of the country that we are from, we allow those things to speak to us uh, in much louder tones than we allow God's Word to. And that's true of Christians. What I seek to do is I seek for the truth of the gospel to reign supreme. Uh, In this day and age, so much of the narrative is political, and it's tribal, and it's regional, and it's cultural. Um, But what we seek to do is uh, expose that, allow the light to shine in the darkness, and pray that people's eyes would be open to see the truth. On our podcast, we hope to bring people on who have uh, impacted my life, and who else to start with but my own father, uh, Dr. Youssef, who will be joining us on one of our episodes. And then other people who have had a great impact in my life uh, through various fields of study uh, in which they are in. And what a blessing they have been uh, that God has provided these people to us uh, to speak into the various questions we may have, the various uh, uh, concerns that we face within our culture. And so we'll be hearing testimonies from individuals. We'll be hearing people speaking on topics of their own research, uh, issues like sexuality, gender, philosophy, parenting, relationships. 
uh, and what an opportunity it will be to hear from them as they answer your questions and my questions. Uh, and we, again, walk through this together, trying to find a better understanding of ourselves and who God is. Well, that's all we've got for today. Thank you so much for listening. Candid is a podcast from Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef. If you liked today's episode, would you please share it with a friend, leave a review, and if you feel so inclined, you can subscribe. And don't forget to share your questions with me and get your free download of the week over at ltw.org candid. I really just want to make sure that my mom and my wife are the only ones listening. Thank you again, and God bless you.